Welcome back to Testimonies of God in Action. Last week, we heard from Karen Greenwood. Um, If you haven't seen that yet, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. So we had to cut that in half, and today we're having the second half. And I just couldn't believe it. It was just like the Book of Acts. <laughs> it was. I just think I'm experiencing the Book of Acts here. They were saying, we don't believe it. We want to see him. There's no way. There's no brain damage. He, he says, no, he's perfectly all right. He's driving, looking for an apartment and carrying on with life. So that my faith just went, exploded. So then, like, I'm hungry for the Bible because this Bible is true. <laughs> This Bible is true. Uh, And I I read the Bible and the Bible really because I associated myself with the widow that God is my husband and my provider. That was all going. My walk with God was absolutely fantastic. At the same time, my daughter is so emotionally battered and, and in a mess. You know, you really have to be in tune with what's happening with your teenagers. I wasn't. Um, Thought she was all right, she's confident, but she was contemplating suicide. I had no idea. Mm. So this is the same time as Wayne was like brain dead, cabbage. She was actually, she confessed after, jealous of him and the attention he was getting. Oh, that's it. In a bad yeah. state she was. So anyway, this night I'm fast asleep. Um, I didn't sleep well at those times, but when I slept, I was in a dead sleep. And whether it was an audible voice, whether it was in my head, I don't know. Like that, that voice for Wayne was definitely an audible voice. Right. This one, I don't know. But I heard a voice and it was wake up now and go into a room mm. and and it was just I didn't think about it I just knew I'd just got to get up and go right. into a room yeah. you know and when I went in she was sorry I'm keep knocking the mic here if you hear any noises it's me touching the wires hopefully Carol, Carol can edit them out well but anyway figure she's out like she's thing. writing her farewell letters and I say to her shall I open mine now I'm telling you, I'm trying to be brave here and I'm trying to keep calm. But my legs were like jelly. I just was near to fainting. Oh, it was the most awful feeling I mm. felt. Um, so um, she says, I'm only practising. <laughs> <laughs> I says, no, you are not because God has just told me to wake up and come into your room. And then I said to her, I said, look, Colleen, I said, you can't get any lower than you are. I says, I said, if I could stuff God down your throat on a spoon, I would. Mm. I'd force feed him down your throat. <laughs> I says, but what have you got to lose but giving him a chance? So she sort of, all right. <laughs> and he was most <laughs> reluctant. And I says, I, says, I says, will you let Christine come and talk to you? This was a lovely, godly lady from our church. And, uh, and she says, Okay. I think Colleen is a lot like her mother, right? She's very much, she's (laughs) spiritually, she's very much like her mother. Uh, We're very different um, people um, now, but spiritually, I would say she's she's her mother's daughter. 
yeah. yeah. In fact, some, in some ways, she surpassed me, which is wonderful, you know. <laughs> but at this time, yeah, I'll think, yeah, I'll, I'll give her a chance. I'll listen to her, you know. So this lovely, gentle, elderly lady, about my age now, um, came and spoke to her. And it was enough for her to, maybe I might give this God a chance. Mm. And she came to church. And she actually liked a young man who was on the drums and he liked her. Nothing really happened in the relationship. It wasn't going anywhere. But it was enough because it was the first time he'd been to church for a long time. He grew up in the church. So the attraction was enough to keep them both coming to church. <laughs> okay. For a few yeah. weeks. And God <laughs> works in... He's, a, he's sneaky, God is, isn't he? Like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So anyway... Um, it was long enough for this guy to come and, and he was, we, we had, I don't know if it was VBS that was going at the time, but he was a children's pastor and he came and he gave the sermon mm-hmm. and, and he made it sound so easy to become a Christian. And Colleen went, ah, oh, God's not going to make me stop wearing my makeup. <laughs> He's not going to send me to India where all those bugs are to be a missionary. <laughs> she didn't want the bugs. She didn't want the bugs. <laughs> and, uh, and she just, and then in her heart, and this is why I say it doesn't matter what the words are. It's just you entering into that relationship with God. She says, God, I need a dad. Will you come into my heart and be my daddy? And that was her prayer of salvation. Mm. Yeah. And boy, did she, yeah, grow. So wow. um, so that was the second, well, the third thing, because I'm growing with God. Mm-hmm. Um, weighing, massive healing, and my faith grows. Colleen becomes a Christian, and, and she's still at a fight um, depression. Mm-hmm. But she says, no, I'm not fighting it on my own. She knew she wasn't alone. That's the difference. And and she's beat that battle now, you know. Right. She she's healed from that. And she yeah. recognises when the enemy comes at her, you know, it can still try yes. and taunt her. Um black black thoughts, you know, yeah. but she says now she, she knows where it's coming from. So, um I hope she can come and share her testimony because yes. she's she's coming like um in June. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. So then the fourth thing that was happening at this time is God is challenging me. I have to forgive my husband. Forgive oh my husband. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, when I found out it was another woman, I now understand. The French have a crime that's a crime of passion and it's like second degree murder rather than first degree murder. And, okay. you, get, and you get off quite light because of it. <laughs> I can understand crime of passion. <laughs> I know now that I am capable of murder and uh, murderous thoughts. And it, fri- it actually frightened me the strength of feeling. Mm, it really did. Wow. Um, but I also know that to before I forgave him, I had to forgive this other woman. And, oh boy. Well, I could see that I was causing damage to my son. Mm-hmm. Because he couldn't mention Jill's name. He couldn't mention oh. her name. I turned into this monster. She'd got my, she'd stole my family. She'd stole my husband. 
and she was having everything that I wanted on a weekend, you know. So I'd got to work on, I knew she was blonde. I hated every blonde <laughs> that I saw. <laughs> no uh, offence to the blondes. Yeah, no, no offence, it was just, yeah. She had to be prettier and she had to be younger than me. In my mm-hmm. head, I'd constructed, she wasn't, she was the same age as me and she wasn't particularly pretty. Um, she just looked her age and did what every woman does, <laughs> what most women try and do. Um, so anyway, so I, I wrote, I was started with gritted teeth first. James, when he brought something home that they'd done together, I just said, that's lovely, James. I said, did, did you do that with Jill? And it was like, oh, inside I was dying, you know. Oh. And, 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 but I saw this total release on my son. The pressure had all come off him that I'd put on him. Not his dad leaving. Me. I'd done that to him. And and he was able to talk about Jill and and he he was free to just be a little boy. He was only five, for heaven's sake. And uh, anyway, uh, the the magic is if you want to forgive somebody, you, you choose to forgive in your head and you give God permission to deal with your heart. Well, it's not really one. magic. It's, the, it's not magic. No, no. It's, it's the God-given pathway, right? It, it's, I, choo- I, yeah. I, I, I chose to forgive her and I asked God to change my heart. Mm-hmm. I gave him permission to change my heart because we've got rule over this. We can carry on in bitterness and unforgiveness mm-hmm. or we can forgive but God, God helps us. If he heals the heart, because it's a wounded heart, you see, this is yeah. what you're reacting to. And it's yes. God who does the healing. And right. once the healing yeah. happens, you can forgive yeah. from the yeah. heart. And he That's commands right. us to give from the heart, you see. So I knew he'd got to do something with my heart. So anyway, so I, I wrote a little note saying, thank you for everything that you do with my son when he comes to visit. Because oh. I knew his dad wouldn't do it. Yeah, so... So anyway, she wrote me an out back and, and says, well, you know, I'll, I'll try my best because I want him to have a good time. Then I realised this woman is trying to love my son. And I said, Lord, a child cannot have enough love. It doesn't matter who's loving him. They're loving him in the right way. It's good. So I was able to forgive her. Mm-hmm. And then we would correspond and... and friendship sort of happened you know now of course my husband is trying to fill a hole that only god can fill he wasn't getting what he what he needed from me i'd become this cold person and all he does is take his problems with him that relationship fell apart in like six months oh with jill with jill yeah Mm -hmm. because he's he's looking to the wrong places right. to yeah. solve what's the hurt that's in him. Yeah. Yes. So once I'd forgiven her, it was much easier to forgive my husband and and look into soul toys. If you've got a problem with somebody, ask your pastor or somebody who knows about cutting off soul toys. I won't say any more about that. Um, I, I broke soul toys and I was free of the emotional bond, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I was okay there. Anyway, 
Coming up to Christmas, my friend says to me, God's going to give you a gift. <laughs> well, at, at this time, and, and it's another testimony that I'll share later on, but God had told me to stay on my own. But I'm thinking, is it just a time? And he's going to give me a new husband. And, so, <laughs> and I'm just thinking... I wish she hadn't said that because now I'm going to be like thinking what it is and I just wish <laughs> she hadn't said anything. Sort of like a present under, you know... The Christmas tree, Christmas but you, tree can't and, answer, oh, you can't open it. Uh, I don't know, but I'm just yeah. thinking, oh, that's going to drive me crazy. I'm not going to even think about it. Mm. So anyway, Christmas comes and goes and we're in January and I go to this praise and worship party and at another church and uh, and I walk in the door and I'm with my friend and I'm going <gasps> there was a woman standing in the middle of, of we were very early so there was not crowds there and she's standing in the middle of the wall and I said that's Jill that's Jill I could see the back of her anyway I went up and I said Jill what are you doing here and I said Karen Anyway, we're hugging one another and dancing in the middle of the uh, <laughs> the hall. And I said, what are you doing here? She says, uh, I says, oh, because of him. And uh, she, I said, are you a Christian now? And she says, yeah. I said, when did you come a Christian? She says, Christmas. And, and yeah, so that was my Christmas present. Anyway, this guy she was talking about who played the drums walks over to us and and he said to Jill, he says, who's this? And uh, and we just looked at one another and burst out laughing because we were both the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, in, in, in a matter of time, my mess was in such a mess. So I couldn't see the wood for the trees. I don't know if you say, have that saying. And then you've just got all this heaviness, all this disaster all around you and God just goes shh hmm. and I was free to walk on I had my own battles <laughs> but I was free to walk on wow with my walk beautiful. with God yeah isn't he good <laughs> oh just he's honest he is so good and he meets you where you're at mm -hmm. you haven't got to perform you haven't got to be the perfect person and as I'm sharing testimonies, you will, as my walk with God, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, but I'm not this perfect person. I've got a lot of rubbish to sort through. But he it, loves you so much. He, and loves he loves me, me I, so much. Yeah. He loves you so much. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just something we can't fathom. Yeah. And I, I just, <laughs> the love of God is... Yeah. So amazing. So wonderful. I, I just Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but I can't I it, can't it brings you to tears, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah, it does. You, you yeah. can't there's no way you can describe it, but it just it just reaches your heart that you can't Yeah. You can't help sometimes just be well, I can anyway. I'll find out. I'm Carol's a crier. emotional, <laughs> but really, when it and and I found out, I, I've realized lately that there are totally non-criers that have had visions of Jesus or have mm. died and come back, 
And they can't talk about the love of God without crying. crying. So I figured, okay, I'm in good company. Yeah, yeah. But Karen, this is this has really been beautiful, and I am going to. We are going to make sure that Karen comes back. Lovely. Next week's podcast will be a furtherance of her story, and I'm sure you're going to absolutely love it. It's about me and you and our connection, isn't it? Yes, yes. So, So, Karen, i just like, if you don't mind, to have a short prayer. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, love to, yeah. Heavenly Father, we just um, thank you that you are our Papa God, Mm -hmm. that you are our Daddy. You are Almighty Saviour. You are so awesome and so big. And and you hold us in the palm of your hand, yeah. just like a newborn baby. And Thank you God. know, from the very beginning of time, all the trouble that we were going to give you, all our battles against you, everything that we're going to be mm. doing wrong, everything that separates us from you. And yet, God, you sent Jesus to come and die on the cross. Yes. You came, Jesus, to die on the cross for me so that I can have a relationship with God. Uh, And I just thank you for teaching me about Holy Spirit. I just thank you for revealing who the Father is. When I look at you, I look at God. That was such a revelation to me. And Mm -hmm. I just thank you for coming and dying. I just thank you that you are in this room now with me and Carol. Because you say, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. So I just ask for your blessings on this podcast. Um, I just pray that um, when I come, I can give my testimonies without too many ums and ahs and (laughs) breaks and everything. But Lord, it doesn't matter because we can just be us and we can just tell our stories. And that's, that's what you just tell us to do, to go and tell people what we know. And what we know is our stories. So I just pray this podcast um, just encourages people out there to go tell their stories and not be afraid. Just go tell it. Thank Thank you, you, Lord. Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And Lord, I thank you for Karen. And I I just pray that you would bless her and uh, continue to work with her. And I pray that... uh, Um, those listening will desire that all of us, that we will desire that close walk with you, that that you can use us in a very special way. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you, and uh, we hope to see you next week.